Hey everyone, welcome back to It's Shway at Schwabridge, a Batman, Batfan, Batreview, Batpod, Batcast. I'm Will. I'm Jack. And I am accusing you of a great crime. Oh no. The, the, what, crime, what of, crime? the crime of stealing my heart. Me? Aww. Uh, no. Oh, who? Me? Maybe. Oh. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, today, you know, we got some more topics for you. Uh, big, big, big topic. Uh, we have a discussion topic. Uh, those of you who are, are, are frequent listeners will know we did one of these in the first episode and then forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Got another one, though. We, you we like sure discussing? do. Yeah, you we do. love this. <laughs> <laughs> if you love our thoughts, you'll love this. If mm-hmm. you hate our mm-hmm. thoughts, mm-hmm. well... Listen to another podcast. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> we seem to have a lot of people listening to our podcast who don't like it, according to our bits. Yeah, true. And then we have our one fan in the Netherlands. Matt Hype, shout out to you. <laughs> yeah. If you're a recurring listener, then, uh, then you know, Matt yeah, Props. wasting your time. Go do something else. <laughs> Go outside. Well, we our- can't tell them this. <laughs> we can't. We can't insult our audience like this. <laughs> uh, okay, Quentin, what's the topic? Oh, so I was just thinking, you know, a couple of couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, about how some characters in the Batman universe, whether they're heroes or parts of the rogues gallery, um, are rather hit or miss. Like... I don't know. Like, there have been 10,000 different versions of the Joker. And depending on what you're looking at, whether that be, like, the Killing Joke graphic novel or the Killing Joke animated movie, they're wildly different. (laughs) Um, But then, on the flip side, you have characters like, I think, the entire thing this was based on, um, Alfred, who... No matter what version you look at, nine times out of ten, it's going to often be a hit. I like how you said you you said that like you didn't suggest this. You were like, I think this inspired this. Yes. Like you were not the one who inspired you. (laughs) But I think your examples are perfect. Agreed. Those are the two that I immediately thought of for hit or miss and never miss character never miss. i can't think of a single time alfred was fucked up i don't have as much knowledge of all the different media as you two but i can't think of a single time from what he's I've even seen. he's he's even awesome in um uh batman and robin like a movie that does everything wrong he's great in it exactly and batgirl's his niece exactly <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot. I forgot so many things about that movie. Are we going to have to cover that movie? Uh, no. Good. <laughs> it's not real. I made it up. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say we will have to cover it. Yeah, probably. Can we do I Batman like Forever previous first? 
episode, we uh, we'll do all those movies in order, starting with the two good ones. So don't worry. We'll do one <laughs> yeah. ten-hour episode yeah. where we review them all sequentially. That would actually be like a killer episode. I think that would be no, Quentin. Did you not hear the part where I said ten hours? Yeah. Well, we could just do like a two-hour long. That's one. what weekends are for. Anyway, I want to talk about the penguin. Okay. okay. Do you think he's hit or miss? I think, I think, I don't think he's hit or, I think he, he hits most of the time with an occasional miss, but I think he's very emblematic of what causes a hit or miss character. So he's kind of a gateway to ease us in. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask both of you, what is the Penguin's deal? He Prime. is a... As, as a child, he either was abandoned or grew up in a rich household with a family that was overshadowed by the Waynes. Or again, abandoned and thrown into a sewer. See, what you just said there are two incredibly different takes. <laughs> <laughs> you can say, like, oh, he was either a, a rich kid or he was thrown in the sewer by his parents. I I think the idea that, like, Characters who have a weak fundamental base are characters who end up like this. The Penguin's pretty great. The, he he doesn't have the issue because both versions of him have like weird crime man and weird bird man. Um, sometimes they overlap, but those two like they're both good, but they're very different. Um, I think it's 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 a weak base that leads to this kind of divergence of two separate characterization and they tend to be one pretty good one pretty bad mm-hmm. i think tell me if this makes sense but the penguin himself despite having this weak base is not actually hit or miss and i think that yeah. might be because you really don't have to go into his base at all to get the character to in your media mm-hmm. right you can just I have agree. him as a crime guy you don't need to go into his backstory at all He's also kind of like the go-to, like, you need kind of like a mini-boss or like an opening villain, where it's like, like, you don't need to get invested, but you can be like, oh, I recognize that. Yep, yeah, he's very recognizable, Mm -hmm. um, no matter what form he takes. I think that there's sort of like this Venn diagram of, on one side, you have like, the penguin that appears in the Arkham games, who's like prim proper... Uh, Englishman um, Mm -hmm. penguin and then on the other side you have Danny DeVito penguin who's this fucking Mm -hmm. Neanderthal Um, and then in the middle you have like animated series penguin who is a mixture of both of those things Mm -hmm. until Um, we get to the 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 new adventures of Batman Robin when there's like now he's just he's just fancy yeah he's just he's just fancy there's that one episode where they flesh out his character um, where he tries to like be a part of high society mm-hmm. um, and that lady dates him as a joke not cool lady don't remember your name not cool <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that episode won't we yeah we'll get no to it. <laughs> wait okay like guys we can't keep saying that yes hey. we can we, we sh- i think we, we made a commitment to cover everything possible <laughs> we have signed a contract <laughs> yeah. with the devil Hey, Devil, do you want to introduce yourself? For those of you at home, it is the three of us. The Devil's in every one of these calls. He never says anything. You want to talk, buddy? Ha! <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. You know, he doesn't Classic. talk much, but when he does, it's a it's a it's fucking a real... gem. Mm-hmm. Real laugh right. Yeah, yep. we get about one uh, devil nugget per per episode. Yeah. Yeah. Always a hoot. Hope y'all enjoy that. <laughs> this is a dumb bit. <laughs> Wait, I, I have a question about the penguin. Mm-hmm. Is there a bad version of the penguin that you can think of? Hmm. Um, Probably. Hit me. Give me a minute. minute. Give me a minute. Like, what is the story with the penguin where you just go, eh, I don't, I don't know. This isn't, this isn't good. I don't like the penguin in the story. They really fucked him up. Oh, What's well, I mean, story? he's been in plenty of stories that I don't like as, like, a, a side gimmick. Like, again, going back to the animated series, that one fucking episode... Uh, where Batman Please loses Batman his memory. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, is that the Forgotten? Or does I know he... that wasn't Batman the Animated Series? I think. That I think was. the one, the one where he loses his memory. Or the was Penguin's that not in that one? Was that yeah, no? That was the, the Batman. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. You're, you're thinking of the Batman where he forgets he's Batman and then the Penguin attacks and yeah. He's and also I, in Batman's in my basement, which is one of the weaker episodes. That's what that's what I was series. thinking of with the animation. I think that's series. what you were thinking of, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's not the problem with that. The no. problem is, is, is that Batman's in some kid's basement. <laughs> well, I think he is at his worst when he is playing second to some side gimmick. I agree. Um, he's he's a very gimmick friendly character, but gimmick friendly stories are not my favorite. No, like the episode of the Bat of Batman the Animated Series where Batman goes blind and he has to wear a VR headset. Yeah, he has to fight the Penguin. <laughs> because I feel like in a lot of stories that utilize gimmick, um, they spend more time fleshing out that gimmick than they do actually trying to tell an interesting story or flesh out their characters. Mm-hmm. Um. And once the gimmick is resolved, there's really no other substance to what happened. Yeah. Okay, do we actually want to talk about a hit-or-miss character? Yes. I didn't think we'd yeah, talk okay. about Penguin this long, well, and I, I didn't have much to say. It was a good example. It was a good example. It was a, good, it was okay, a great example. You. Thank you. And, I, and I'm always down to talk about Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Jack... This is a Batman podcast. You could say I'm always down to talk about and then insert any Batman character. Who's, I'm who's not wait. always. If we were just droning on and on about, say, Bane. Um, no, I'm also always down to talk about Bane. exactly. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Name a character who's who you who you both un- unironically don't like and isn't a funny character to talk about. Oh shit! shit. Exactly. No, no, wait. Clayface two. You don't. You don't like Matt Hagen? No, wait. Clayface three. I like Preston Payne a lot. Clay, Clayface four. <laughs> Lady Clay is fun. <laughs> Fuck off! I know the ball. Clayface five. Uh, th- I, if that's the one that's the daughter or the son of Clayface 3 and 4, then I also like them. I think Clayface 6 is where they fall off, but 6 might also be where it starts being funny that there are 6 Clayface. Damn it! <laughs> do you... Well, do you all think that Clayface is a hit or miss character? 
So that's interesting, because if, if you say a specific Clayface, like, I think Basil Carlo is basically always good, but yep. if we just want to say Clayface as a title and talk about all ten Clayfaces, then yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some complaints. <laughs> and do you think that trace, that kind of traces back to what you were saying about Penguin, right? The fact that there's not a consistent backstory. Yeah, for Clayface, yeah. you know, it's just well for all the yeah. different Clayfaces. Well, I think with Basil Carlo, something that works so well is his backstory as an actor. Um, that's sort it's of poetic. It's very poetic. It works very well with his um, with his power. It, it just it just plays off of itself. But I don't know. With a lot of these characters, I don't know if I just like them every single time I see them specifically because I was exposed to certain types of media first. Um, and that sort of gave me like rose colored nostalgia glasses. Uh, like Feet of Clay, I think, is one of my pa- my favorite pieces of Batman media of of all time. I really, really enjoy those two episodes. I think it has some of the best looking animation to come out of that entire series um that okay this is side tangent it'll be quick though it has always bothered me that batman the animated series did the origin story of basil carlo but just called him matt hagan yep like i don't they did the same thing because they did the same thing with tim drake and jason todd (laughs) it's 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 jason todd to a t and they're just like nah it's tim don't worry about it this is tim we're calling him Tim so you won't send us mail and ask us to kill him. <laughs> to kill him. <laughs> yeah, because the name was the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jason Dodd yeah, is a Jason very Todd. punchable name. It's a very killable name. <laughs> I'm going to name my child Jason Dodd so they get fucking murdered. <laughs> By popular vote. Red Hood's pretty hit or miss. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'd yeah. I'd say Jason Todd is hit or miss. I would I would say that I like Red Hood. A He's getting lot. hit and missed by that crowbar, ain't he? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Honestly, damn. You don't have to do Jason like that, honey. You really, you really didn't. <laughs> it wasn't that good. I'm sorry. No, it just it just was. What are you gonna? hit jason you better make it good i i think what we need in this discussion is a a character and then an example of a hit and an example of a miss yes easy i got i got one that goes miss hit miss and it's it's a it's i was gonna hold out on this because it's opposite to my example with penguin okay let's talk about uh uh mr freeze uh so originally (laughs) He just <laughs> robbed banks. Like he didn't have a dead wife. No, this and was... There, it was it was it was misses all the time. It was mm-hmm. a boring, uninteresting character that basically no one liked. Was that the original television series where he was? In no, the I mean he he originated in comics, but yeah, he was also in the. Oh, okay, series. okay. I thought he originated from the from the television series. No, you're thinking of King Tut. Anyway. Oh yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Common mistake. 
then, you know, in rolls Batman the Animated Series, and they're like, hey, check out our new hot sexy uh, Mr. Freeze. He's none of those things. He's very cold. Um, but he has a dying wife. Isn't that cool? And then everyone thought that was cool. No pun Because the old Mr. Freeze was stale and boring, and they needed to mix it up. And then a horrible thing happened. The new 52. And then the the cool Mr. Freeze, who had a dying wife, had grown stale and boring. And they decided they need to change it for the sake of variety. And they made Nora Freeze just, like, not his wife. Just a random frozen lady that he fell in love with while she was frozen. And that was a big miss. Yep. And they did that just for the sake of, like, being different. True. Mm-hmm. I, think so I think that that systemically comes from the fact that there are only so many stories that you can tell from that perspective. They should have done something drastic or made a shift in his character that happened while his wife was frozen. Maybe her getting unfrozen. Maybe her finally getting cured and him being stuck in his criminal ways. Um... You're talking about Batman the Animated Series again. They already did it. This is the problem. They I already mean, no, did that. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But there are things that they could have done to shift it without going back and retconning his backstory. I mean, what was the new 52 if not time to retcon everyone's backstory? That's true. That's true. I mean, the fundamental thing here is that when you change something, you can either do a really good job and make that thing better, or you could just fuck it up. So true. So, do you think the characters that change the most are the most hit or miss? I think that 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 is that is partially. I think I think it's it's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. There are characters who have a weak base, so they can kind of be anything, and characters with a strong base, so strong it has to change to stop from being boring. I think there's the characters that kind of fluctuate in the middle. Um, this is going to be one of the only times you ever hear me say this, but I think Harley Quinn is a good example of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally don't like the heroic modern version of Harley Quinn, but I don't think it's objectively bad. I think it makes sense they're doing like like a, an arc for her, and now she's a good guy. It's neat, I guess. I don't like it. But I think that... Like, there's not, like, I can't point to a story and be like, oh, in that story, she's bad. True. Something extremely loud just passed by my window, and I don't know what it was. <laughs> I'm sorry if that. I, if I didn't that hear it, up. but I okay. think I heard Quentin take a sip from something and set a bottle down on his desk. It was, it was a sip of water. My throat was dry. Cool. I've already destroyed like half my tea. Yeah. <laughs> I need to start rationing this shit. Um I on the subject of Harley Quinn, I actually think I'm now realizing that one of the season 2 episodes of the Harley Quinn television show was a slam dunk on New 52 Mr. Freeze. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I've never um, seen the show. Please explain. So there's there's an episode where um so, Joker and Batman have both seemingly died, and all of the city has been broken up into factions, and one of them is run by Mr. Freeze, and, like, Harley Quinn and her gang, like, need something from him. I don't remember what, um, 
and so they show up and and like Mr. Freeze invites them in, he freezes them funny. Uh, and then he has like a dinner party and Nora is frozen and like Harley Quinn is like like true love isn't real because she had a bad relationship with Joker mm-hmm. and she's like she's like, This is probably just some lady you froze and kidnapped. And so she unthaws Nora Freeze and Nora immediately is like is like, My love, have you cured me? And Harley's like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> that's, we should talk about that show. We I don't should. think we have any of that in the queue, but that's a, that's good. It's fantastic, actually. We should, um, yeah. Jack. You should watch it. It's very good. Yeah, I, I will. I, will I check haven't it seen. Up. I haven't started season three yet, but that's currently airing. It's so good. It is. Oh my god! Can I just talk about something small? Sure. Uh, it, it's uh, uh, wait no, but Jack hasn't seen it. Oh, It'll okay. be spoilers. It's, well, we already spoiled the fact that Joker and Batman were seemingly dead in the second oh, season. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. My bad. It's all right. I think people will, if they're worried about spoilers, they will turn it off when they hear you say, when they hear me ask you to explain the episode. Yeah, we should have done some sort of spoiler warning there. No. I this whole segment that's this whole segment is just us going off on random pieces of media which will probably all be spoiling all of them. So just a blanket warning I guess should put at the start. Be aware. (laughs) But it's blanket warning. If you're worried about Batman spoilers for anything, don't listen to a Batman podcast. Don't. It's a bad idea. Don't listen to a bad a Batman podcast anyway. A bad bad bad. bad. <laughs> Did you just call us a bad Batman podcast? Which is fair. Yeah. Is there a what other Batman podcast? I mean, I guess there's Batman Unburied, but that's... I still haven't listened to that. I forgot about that. You should. I want to. You know what? This is a call out post for DC. You started that with, like, after we put up our second episode. I, I <laughs> don't, <see>. don't. <laughs> nah, they, don't. Felt threatened, they felt threatened <laughs> by us. Guys, I have our, I have our, uh, I have our competition up here. Yeah. The Batman Book Club. Batman U. Uh. Or Gotham U, a Batman podcast. Batman, uh, no, we weekly? can't call out all these people. You know, you know who are, who is our real podcast rival? Who? Ourselves. Those two bastards. Those two bastards over there running the elongated cast. Holy Fucking shit! Bla- those guys suck. <laughs> blatantly ripping us off. Fuck, guys, I, I don't know how we're going to be able to keep up. The Elongated cast is so fucking good. I've listened to it like nine <laughs> times already. It's too good. Check out, if you're listening, check out the Elongated cast. When no, you're don't. If you're listening, never, never listen to the Elongated cast. It's on the unless same you want channel. a show that's better than us. I'm kidding. I like this more than the Elongated cast because Quentin's not in the Elongated cast. Aw. Well, you're the one, you were the contrarian that when Jack went, you're here listening to a worse version of Shui Shua, but you were like, I think it's a better version of Shui Shua. Well, of course I said that. I was on the cast at the time. I didn't want to get kicked out. By who? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I, thought the, the devil, I thought the devil was on. Oh, Jesus! No, the is on devil's the on this cast. one. Jesus is on the elongated <laughs> cast. That's that's so fucking true. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you all want to wrap up this discussion about hit or miss characters? I um, feel like we never really man. talked about it. This was a hit or miss we segment. Did. <laughs> we did. We talked about okay, a lot of I'm gonna, stuff. Uh, let's, let's talk about one more. Okay. We gotta okay. think of I, one I think more. We, we okay, okay, okay. One more character, one more character, one more character. Well, we mentioned Joker at the start. I mean, I there think... are bigger there are bigger ones, but talking about Joker or Batman, I think, like, Batman is so grounded in his backstory. Yeah, but, like, duh. There's yeah. a million versions of every of one of them. Exactly. Batman and Joker. We need, a, we need a character that has a couple of appearances, and not all of those appearances are... Gr- Scarecrow. Ooh. Yep. Yep. I feel like that is a character that is done well 25% of the time. I feel like we've had a character that's done well like 75% of the time, 100% of the time, 0% of the time, 25% of the time. <laughs> Wait, who's your zero? I, I don't know. Uh, we couldn't in, think of anyone. Uh, Signal Man. Anyway. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? Dare the you. blue Bowman is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Scarecrow. What? <laughs> Give yeah, a hit. Scarecrow. What's up with Scarecrow? Give a good. Let's talk about a good Scarecrow first, and then we can go into the bad. Um, I like that animated series episode where he drives uh, Batman crazy, and nobody believes him, and he's locked in Arkham Asylum. How about the the episode where he seemingly kills Batgirl? Is I I'm mixed on that episode. Do you guys remember the one? Wait, I'm you talking mean about? Arkham Knight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're talking about a. I'm yeah, I'm talking about Arkham video Knight. game. Arkham okay. Knight. You, just, Isn't okay. there one with a football game? I, yeah, I there's one with I. That's a. I don't like that that episode, but there is one with a football game. True. He, he makes he makes a fear toxin that's activated by adrenaline, and so like professional athletes get scared mid mid match and throw the match so Scarecrow can win sports betting. Good scheme. Not great for television. <laughs> yeah, it's not... I don't love that. Uh, can we talk about... So, so how do you guys feel about Scarecrow in the Arkham games? Because he's pretty different in the two games he's in. Mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum? One of the highlights of that game, for sure, for me, is, is Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he's also like a bumbling little rat man. It's <laughs> like, I'm going <laughs> to throw this into the water, Batman. Well, I think that's the thing, is that up until that point, he has been like a huge threat. Being able to like stop you in your tracks and make you run through entire fucking buildings not knowing what's going on. So by the time you actually get to him and are able to confront him without the effects of the toxin... It's he like, gets jumped by Killer Croc and dragged into the water. Exactly. It's a juxtaposition because he's this big threat the whole entire time. And then he's fucking nothing by the time you approach him. Which is also true. I haven't thought about this, but that's exactly what happens in in Arkham Knight. Is that he's yeah. this huge presence for the whole game. He's like a terrifying, like, torn up, gross man with like a new deep voice now. And like his weird gross Skeletor one. And... And then, like at the end of the game, he's he's he, he doesn't even get a quick time event. He's a cutscene. <laughs> yep. But that's the thing that I'll say about like a good portion of Batman villains. I mean, especially with Scarecrow as like a figurehead, half of them are like the bulky fighting type that will stick around and have a couple of encounters that are like them. 
people like Scarecrow and like a couple of the other ones that are more like planner types, they'll maybe have like one encounter, inject you with fear toxin, and then run away. Half the time he is either running away or hiding in a location that you cannot get to. He is not a physical threat. So do you guys do you guys know about the it's 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 only DLC, but there is a side mode where you get to do the bot the boss fight for him in Arkham Knight. It's pretty. Oh cool. yeah, with the car. Yeah, it's it's the best car segment. You're driving around <laughs> Gotham covered in fear toxin, and the huge scarecrow from Arkham City comes back. But now, since you're in the tank, you're gonna shoot him. Could we could we just do one episode that covers all of the Arkham DLC? I mean, that's a lot. I mean, it's not. I feel like I feel like those those can be reserved for talking about the games. I have hint, an idea. Hint. Let's just yeah. cover all the games and all related media in one very long that's episode. That's crazy. <laughs> that is that would take us so long. All of the games? All of the games and all related media. We are not <laughs> reviewing Origins Blackgate. We can't. <laughs> no, that's actually a great idea. No. <laughs> I control the queue. I'm putting it in the queue right now. Christ. <laughs> God, I need to get my 3DS and a copy of that game as soon as possible. I forgot that was for 3D. I have my 3DS. I'm looking at it right now. I don't. Mine's at home. I I was just playing the fucking Final Fantasy rhythm game. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, are are we good? Did we, yeah. did we get our yeah, fill? Yeah, I think we did. It. I think I think we did. I I think we had some good bits in there. Um, but did now we talk to move about on. It? Yeah, actually, we did. actually, 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 first, can I just read you the notes I prepared for hit or miss characters? Okay. They are talk about penguin. Talk about Mister Freeze. Jesus Christ. We got we got good mileage we did out of it. that. Oh yeah, that was a good thirty-two minutes. Holy cow. Holy cow, I was worried this episode was not going to be long enough. No. <laughs> We're good. Because but now... Next up, we have something. If you didn't want to hear us do a discussion segment, then lucky for you, we're not doing another one. No. We're doing something that is one of my personal favorite things we've ever covered. <laughs> I really? Guess, yes. Honestly, <laughs> I think this might be the craziest comic we have seen th- thus far. <laughs> That's true. Um... Okay, I guess. Maybe I'm guessing it okay. up. I don't want to guess it up too much, because, but just in terms of let's, enjoyment, let's, this was one of my favorites. Let's just say, uh, the first panel of this is cra- uh, the first page of this is crazier than any other comic page we've read, and also each page in the story gets sequentially more crazy. Do you guys remember where we got the idea to review this from? <laughs> Yes, it was it was in it was in an advertisement from one of the previous issues. Um, and this comic that, is yeah. world's finest. It is. Yeah, okay. Oh no, oh, you go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. World's finest number one hundred and eighty-three, released in nineteen sixty-nine. World's finest is a series of comics featuring Batman and Superman and Robin. So this comic has all three of those fellas. Mm-hmm. And oh boy. And oh boy. <laughs> yep. Do you guys... So our, our story opens <laughs> up on um, Batman returning in a time machine with two people <laughs> from the future. That's... <laughs> that, 
Uh, well, <laughs> so, so fucking. Wait, we should talk about the tight. Wait, do we want to do co- remember cover up? Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna. Oh my god, up? we gotta first talk about all, the cover. Okay, oh, cover yeah, okay, up. Okay. Uh, but first cover something up. else. First something else. The advertisement for this was the accused Superman, the accuser Batman, the charge. A major, a major crime <laughs> against the human race. And then there was a little buzz text at the bottom that did not get fulfilled in the slightest. You be the jury. <laughs> there is not viewer intera- reader interaction in this kind of I so wish that there was some way to, like, g- pass down the verdict. A Jason Todd-esque phone <laughs> vote. Uh, new bit just came up with it. I don't know. Let's call it. You just got Jason Todd. Uh, we will be the jury at the, at the end of the story. We will decide if he is guilty or not. Yeah. Okay, guys. And now for the second time for our f- yeah cover up. Make cover. Okay. What is <laughs> one well, thing? Don't hold on. To- <laughs> I, I, I okay. You, you know what? You know what? I was listening back to it. And then I gave up on Makeover too easily. Oh Makeover is hilarious. Makeover is good. <laughs> it is. It's good. It is. We're it not is. covering up anything. We're <laughs> giving the cover a makeover. We're covering up the original cover. Ah, uh, fine. I'd put Robin on it. It's the same problem as last time. Robin's <laughs> not here. He's That's very much not in here. the story. He's in the story. So the cover depicts. Batman with his finger pointing if you've ever seen the Ace Attorney games it looks like that (laughs) (laughs) at a time police guy who's wearing this green and purple uniform and he's saying the colors of evil he's standing in the United Nations General Assembly building like with all the people seated around him and he's saying, members of the UN, I accuse Superman of the most evil deed in history, and I'll prove it as soon as this man takes off his mask. And then Superman is pointing at Batman, saying, Batman's lying, he's trying to frame me. <laughs> Which is yep. just a great cover. <laughs> oh, it's a fantastic cover. So, what improvements, what improvements, single improvement, would make this fantastic, would make this beautiful? I- I have three things. Um, single improvement. Which one's the most important to me? Yeah, it's Robin. Robin deserves to be here. Okay, okay. Robin. Yeah. <laughs> you sounded like a psychiatrist, <laughs> like like taking a note. Okay, Robin. You're like, Robin. Like, okay, okay, okay. Robin. Writes Robin in the notepad. <laughs> exactly. Obsession that's exactly what Robin, I envisioned him doing. Mark. <laughs> Very interesting. Mr. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> That's my psychologist. Um, Does he call him Mr. Wayne? He always he just calls him Mr. Wayne all the fucking time. I don't know why. <laughs> um, what about you, Jack? What, what what improvement would you make to this? Uh, so, I. It's hard for me to actually think of an improvement because this cover is so eye-grabbing <laughs> to me. Like, I don't know. I, I really like it. But I don't think Superman ever actually says that Batman is trying to frame him in the comic. 
That was my first thought, yeah. too. Um, so it's kind of an inaccurate representation of what he does in this story. I, you 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 did say my other one of my other ones, so yeah. Again, this is I think us kind of being clickbaited into a an <laughs> argument between the two, where Batman thoroughly like is being led to believe that he had committed this crime, and Superman doesn't buy into it at first. But we'll get into the actual meat of the story later. Um, Batman's so dumb in this. But as for my improvement, I think I think what's missing the wreath, the the kryptonite wreath oh. that Superman has around his neck. Oh yeah. During the entire court segment, that's very eye-catching and distracting. Um, every single time I look at it. But for the sake of uh. For the sake of keeping the the shit stripe, think that he should be uh, chained up. Can I say my last one? Because it wasn't that. I didn't even think of that. Oh, go for it. Um, there's two time police guys. Oh wait, no. Are they both on the cover? No, it's just one. Just, no, just one. one. There's 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 two of them. Where's the other guy? I don't know. Standing just out of frame. Yeah. I mean, you could say With that Robin. about Robin. <laughs> Also, the the other thing that is revealed in this that I honestly went back to go and check after I'd started <laughs> reading um, is that the building that this is taking place in is, and I, <laughs> now that I'm rereading it, uh, the first line is the members of the UN. This is the United Nations building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a crux of this, of this story. Yep. That is something that was they could hang some me flags the first up. time. That would be kind of a nice touch on the cover. Put some flags up at the top of the... Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck this, yeah. This story could be subtitled... It's subtitled Superman's Crime of the Ages, but it very easily could be subtitled The Day Where No Real Politics Was Done. <laughs> also true. So the story begins... <laughs> yes. As, as previously stated... The first thing we are seeing is Batman returning from a trip to the future with two time cops. And they're like, hey, uh, Superman in the future, he's going to destroy the world. We told you this. We're telling you again so the audience knows. Um, I'm holding a picture of Superman in case you don't know who that is. Despite the fact we got you because you're Superman's best friend. Um, here's some kryptonite. Uh, go, go stop Superman from destroying the future. I mean, so, who does he get to help? But his trusty ward, Dick Robin, Robin Grayson. <laughs> Dick Robin <laughs> That's how it is. That's how it's said in the I comic. Know, but it's so funny. <laughs> okay, Benedict Arnold. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's a direct uh, quote from Robin in this story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this story is awesome. I fucking love this story. Um, so, so, um, so, uh, Batman's like, I need to contact Superman. Um, Robin, you know how we do that. And he's like, yeah. Do they use a signal watch? No. Does he call him? No. He fucking, he throws up his own bat signal in the bat cave, but it's for Superman. And I think, imagine if you're a citizen of Gotham City. 
<laughs> and some real and some some bad shit is going down. And the police are like, it's too much. We gotta we gotta call Batman. They throw up the bat signal, and you're like, yes, like like it's it's dangerous, but Batman's here to save the day. And then <laughs> Batman throws up the Superman signal, and you're just like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> dark sides here. Yeah. He's robbing Gotham like, Bank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like you're like, oh, the bat signal's up. I wonder if like if I don't know like. The Joker is like robbing a museum or whatever, and then Batman's like, "Superman, help!" <laughs> <laughs> what would be what would be like the next evolution of that? Who who would they call that would be like the end of the world scenario? Spectre, Goku. It's hard to get more than Superman. It's the Spectre. I. I thought you man. said I thought you said vector for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I racked my brain. Um, vector, vector. No, I said the specter. No, yeah, the specter. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess like Doctor Fate, Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, Dr. God damn it, we can't. We can't. No, 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 no. You we just can't talk me... about Watchmen? No. Why we can't we talk about Watchmen? No. Watchmen's great. We could talk about Watchmen. We just can't talk about the DC Watchmen crossover. I hate Why that not? shit. I hate it. Why not? I hate it. <laughs> it's so bad. Why not? I don't want to. We'd have to talk about Watchmen. But it's not Batman related. But if the only... <laughs> But I like Watchmen, and I don't like that crossover. So the only exposure that we would be giving the audience to Watchmen is through that crossover, which is bad. Sounds like a funny bit. Yeah. Too bad we've already committed to everything bad being featured here. (laughs) Damn it! Our goal is to cover every bad piece of media. (laughs) <laughs> no, you you misread it. It says bat. Every bat piece of media. Where are we? Where are we in the plot synopsis? Uh, I think we're on page three. <laughs> no, we gotta keep going. <laughs> so, uh, Batman throws up the super signal, and Superman's here, just like, "Hey, hey, Batman, what do you need? It's me, Superman." And Batman's like, "Um, you know your kryptonite detector? Can I see it so that I can make more of them?" Which, like, it's a trick, but unironically, Batman, you should do that. Supergirl should have a kryptonite detector. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, hey, Superman, look at my robot dog. And then when Superman turns around, <laughs> he glues the kryptonite detector to a batarang and throws <laughs> it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> then Robin jumps Superman with kryptonite. They put a kryptonite necklace on him. And then they take him to the UN. So yep. there's an answer to all of you. Could Robin beat Superman? The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. God. <laughs> yeah, Batman v Superman. Uh, Superman Dawn of wins. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> but Robin could easily. Guys, I want to posit something real quick. Batman and Superman versus Robin. <laughs> I think, hey guys, I, th- I think Robin might lose. I think Robin might win. I okay. Batman, is it all of the Robins or just one Robin? That, it depends on whether Batman or not he's Super- on the cover. Batman and uh, Superman versus all of the Robins. Hmm. The main four Robins. I just thought about it. There are way more Robins. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So we're just gonna fuck over Stephanie Brown then? That's fine. Okay. No. Stephanie Brown has her own identity. So do all of the Robins. Okay, the main five Robins. 
Yeah, they still lose. <laughs> you they, they still lose, but you I'm glad Stefan is there. You know how Batman has a plan to defeat every member of the Justice League in, in case yeah. they go rogue? Does he have one for Robin? For every yes. Robin? <laughs> he does. He does. Is I, Jason I think, Todd's weakness crowbar? I think Jason... I think I think you're, you're half right. I do think Batman is like... He's like... His plan is like... All of the Robins are so traumatized. It traumatized. It would be so easy to exploit that. That's. I think that's legit. His plan. Just like, just like, throw a crowbar in Jason's general direction and then punch him while he's distracted. That's so fucked up. Do you? Think I know. In, do you think in Batman Beyond he has a contingency for for fucking Terry? No, I think he's too old to do shit about it at that yeah. point. I think that he has a way to fucking detonate that suit. Oh, he could freeze it in place permanently. That's also true. He does that in episode one. I fucking forgot about. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they're at the UN. Yeah. Um. It's 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 very funny seeing, like, the UN full of all of the delegates, and then two ridiculously dressed future man, Superman like tied up, and then Batman and Robin. They're just like, hey. Yeah. They're um, just like, hey. Hey, <laughs> what's up? Uh. Hope there's not like important wars or like talks or anything. Can you guys put Superman? Well, this on is trial? important. This is important. This is probably more important than anything else going on. Anything else the UN has? Um... Well, what do they look at? What they speculate might be going on before they know Superman is being arrested. Some one of the delegates says the Security Council has been summoned <laughs> mm-hmm. into an emergency session. Can it be some invasion or an atom test ban violation? <laughs> so those those are some of the big questions of the day. Yep. Turns out, no, uh, just one vigilante caught another vigilante and is like, hey, you should punish this guy for his crimes. Also, Robin's here. Robin yeah, two here. vigilantes caught another vigilante. <laughs> really, four if you count the time police. I don't. Yeah, me neither. They're they're not vigilantes. They <laughs> operate official. within the law. They're the police. They are the police. They're yeah. the time police. Okay. I wish uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow had brought back the time police. Uh. <laughs> Do you remember how this story ends, Quentin? They're not. We'll I think he's just him, doing but... a bit. We'll get to it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the guy who's up on uh, up on the podium was like, "Superman is entitled to counsel." I hereby appoint the delegate from Maristan, not a real place I checked, to defend him. Yeah. And then just some <laughs> random <laughs> dude in the audience goes, "Superman's lucky. She's the most beautiful delegate at the UN and Asia's finest lawyer." Uh, and you in the audience may be thinking, "Huh, this character's getting a lot of focus. Is she important?" Mm-mm. Not, not really. No. She serves a purpose, but is that purpose important? No. Could it have She's been... She's in, like, five panels. I mean, they could have gotten, like, a... As long as we're doing, like, superhero shenanigans, they could have gotten, like, another hero to come in and do Superman's defense. Daredevil. This takes place on Crossover Earth. Fair enough. It's not fair enough. That was some bullshit I just came well, up this with. Will, I want you, Will, does DC I want have you to... a lawyer hero? Will, I want you to edit in the Better Call Saul <laughs> intro music right Bow. now. I'm not <laughs> doing <laughs> that. 
Okay, uh, th- th- there it is. <laughs> there we go. Okay. That's the isolated clip. Mm-hmm. So, immediately after being assigned his defender, she says something that is a bit of foreshadowing. She requests that the time police take off the masks that they're wearing. They're wearing some pretty stupid masks. They do look very stupid. They're like... How would you describe them? They look kind of like welding. Like they're for welding or something. Yeah, And they have like two eye holes on each side, four in total. And then like a Doctor Doom slip mouth. That's... Yeah, I was thinking lots of Doctor Doom. Kind of like if Doctor Doom and an Iron Maiden were mixed together. Do you know that Iron Maidens weren't actually used for torture? Some rando archaeologist just found an Iron Maiden, then found a bunch of spikes, and was like, huh, wouldn't it be cool if these spikes were inside this thing? It's not real. Oh, really? Yeah, not a real thing. Some archaeologist just made it up. That's awesome. Or Really? Historical revisionism is awesome, Quentin? I, I, mean, I mean... You love historical revisionism? I don't love historical revisionism. I'm more a passive fan. He likes it. <laughs> Okay, you got me. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on. Speaking of but historical they revisionism. To take off, they refuse to take off their masks until after they finish their testimony. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I wonder why. So, Ooh. the case that they have against Superman, it basically stands that I think in the next 24 hours after this... Uh, or no, it's the red in kryptonite two days. in terms in of, two days. in two days, in two days, uh, he is experimenting with red kryptonite, which in a previous story had turned him evil for 24 hours. Um, he is exposing it, uh, to atomic particles and he's trying to isolate the molecules responsible for the evil effect and it explodes permanently turning him evil. Can can uh, I'm sorry, but can you can you tell the audience what year uh, these these time cops are from? So the time cops uh, come from the year forty sixty nine. They come from the year forty sixty nine, more than two thousand years in our future, and like a long time away from the time this was written. Um, so. Yeah, he turned evil permanently, uh, so transformed into the super fiend. He does a lot of things. Uh, the first that... thing he does is destroy, <laughs> like, I... statues of his friends. Yeah, so so this is a weird thing from Superman comics at the time. At the Fortress of Solitude, he has built a statue of all of his friends so he can look at them and remember what he's fighting for. He has, like, a creepy memorial room to each of them, too. Like, a room just for Lois Lane that none of them know about or are allowed in. What What the fuck? <laughs> That's... Sil- Silver Age... Okay. Listen, listen. We're getting a little bit taste of this. I can promise you, Silver Age Superman is way crazier than the wildest Batman stories. Well, I'm glad we're getting a taste of it here. Yeah, that might be why yeah. this story is so out there. Because yeah, it's exactly. This is this is this is us just dipping our toes into the Silver Age Superman pool. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. But then he commits a bunch of evil acts that he overexplains. Um, like sinking the world's biggest liner. 
Haha, the passengers will drown is a line of dialogue that he says aloud. (laughs) Then I'll wreck man's most majestic monuments, like the Taj Mahal. As he's wrecking the Taj Mahal. He's so fast that he starts doing. His actions are faster than his thoughts. And, destro- and erasing man's knowledge by destroying his libraries with his heat vision as he is destroying a library with his heat vision. There's no way he got all of them, though, right? <laughs> like, the county public library. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't know. We're talking about Superbad here. I think you could do it. Okay, here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think that he did one library, and in this comic, we see him travel forward in time at will. I, this is what I'm positing, he went back in time and burned down the Library of Alexandria. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> oh, I would wow. like to, I would like to say one so thing. True. Um, does he actually go to the future? Because this is, this is the most mind-boggling part of this comic. Yeah, he goes, we'll get to he, it, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to I it. I can, listen, listen. It doesn't make sense. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, but because- anyway, then he builds a, a big robot that kind of looks like the Iron Giant, and I know this was before, or well, kind of. There was an original story. Yeah. But but it's 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 interesting that Superman builds an Iron Giant, and then he throws it into the air where it becomes a satellite and uses the de-evolution ray to turn everyone into monkeys, which is fucking crazy. In the year forty sixty nine. Yeah. Why did it take him so long? He threw it into no, the future. No, he threw it into the future. In, oh, did. that's right, that's right. Wait, <laughs> Which okay. makes a lot of sense. So here's what I'm... Does... At this point in canon, uh, was Superman, like... Did he have a genius-level intellect? This is pre-Crisis Superman who can literally do anything. The okay. writer said Superman has any powers he needs for the story. So, yeah, sure. Okay. Including, have you seen Superman's ability to shoot a tiny Superman out of his hands? No. What? what? He he sticks his palm out, and then a, a, a tiny Superman shoots out of his palm, and this tiny Superman has all of the powers of Superman, but it deprives Superman of his own powers. So, like, if he was just a little bit out of reach, he could shoot tiny Superman out of his hand, and then tiny Superman could go do stuff and then return to him. That what? seems like it would be in a Lego video game. It's not. It's an actual <laughs> ability he has. We're not reading Superman comics. I'm not signing another deal with the devil. I see you with the contract, devil. Put it down. <laughs> Put it down. It's we can't do that. It's Bizarro coming soon. <laughs> no! Jack, did you sign it? No, I didn't. Uh... <laughs> Wait. That's not the de- Wait. That's not the devil. That's Mr. McSpitlick. No! <laughs> Holy Is shit! He tricked again. <laughs> anyway, um, so after this, we return to the lawyer woman, who I'm forgetting her name. Um, but she brings up a good point. All of this stuff so far is hearsay. It's it's just. I don't think they ever say her name. It's no, the delegate don't. from Morristown. Is yeah, it? they just say the delegate from Morristown. Yeah. Oh. No well, she's the delegate from Morristan. Um, My favorite country. But it's just hearsay. It's just testimony. Uh, and they need some well, it's evidence. Te- 
Am I wrong about what hearsay is, or is hearsay when you say something that someone else said? These are just people saying what they personally. I, this this is not a good this is not a good lawyer. Okay, let's not get into that. I can't say words, and I might be completely wrong about that. I don't know what Uh, I'm talking about. I don't know either, but this is not an accurate representation of a court of law. No, it's it's not. (laughs) Superman is wearing like a weird. (laughs) <laughs> like poisonous collar. Hey, audience, I want to clear this up real quick. You cannot march in to the United Nations and demand that they prosecute a legal proceeding. Um, well, Bat- Batman can because he's rich. That's if you have enough money, you totally can. But um, you would have to be pretty fucking rich. You'd have to be Batman for rich. all the bar- billionaires listening. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> Don't go, go giving Bezos Superman. ideas. <laughs> Bezos, hey, if, he's, if he wants to support the pod, then hell yeah. <laughs> That's, true. Uh... That's true. Bezos, march up to the fucking UN and have them mandate uh, Shui Schwarbage as essential listening. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so awesome. Anyway, um... So after that, they say that they did take Batman into the future to see it with his own eyes. Um, and Batman confirms this in a panel where his head is weirdly long. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, I didn't notice that. That's that... a good observation, Quentin. He has... Wait, what? <laughs> his, his head forehead. is very large in this panel. <laughs> It's, wait, 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 which panel? I don't. I'm, I guess I'm at a different point than you guys. Uh, page, page seven, nine. bottom right. Wait, seven or nine? You said different <laughs> things. On DC Universe, it's marked as page nine. Oh, okay. Well, then he's right. That, but DC Universe counts like the title page, I think. Yeah. Something. So. Oh, I was looking at the actual page numbers, like on the paper. That's my I bad. See. Oh, I'm okay. looking at the actual it's, page. Numbers. Yeah, I think it's page. Well, okay, eight, what then. page number, Quentin? Page seven. Oh yeah, page seven. It's also it continues Which? into page eight. Which panel? What are you? Bottom right. Bottom right. <laughs> Bottom right. He says so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It actually, yeah, it. It actually is. Yeah. I was gonna say it's not that, and then I looked <laughs> and then at it. On and page it eight. Was. On page eight, it's more like <laughs> it continues. We saw where all of the forehead from Beware the Batman went. Holy shit, that's a callback. <laughs> yep, so now he explains um, how the time transport went awry when they uh, when they hit some sort of shockwave from solar flares um, from the sun. So that is why they were only able to be there for a short period of time, and Batman wasn't able to see like a substantial amount, but only a little bit. That's like that's like what happened in the movie where everyone forgot the Beatles existed. Oh, Isn't that like tomorrow or something? <laughs> yesterday. Yester- yeah. oh, yesterday. <laughs> it was literally yesterday. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, the lawyer comes back and is like, "That's that's bullshit. Uh, give us some actual evidence. That's just more testimony." And then they're like, "Okay, all right." And Batman takes off the Time Police's mask, um, and then we're and then we're uh, interrupted <laughs> by Lee Ryder in the Brand Wrestlers. 
We're not. You are. Yeah, we don't have are. Arms. Just I'm you. Sorry. <laughs> what shocking shape has the devolution ray, devolution ray caused in the countenance? God damn it! I'm not gonna read this. <laughs> you guys ever seen the Mario Bros. movie? <laughs> I have. What? This is like Monkey. the de-evolution. <laughs> this is like the de-evolution ray from the Mario Bros. movie. <laughs> Do you know that the Yoshi animatronic took like 30 people to operate? What the fuck? Yeah, it's like a masterpiece of engineering. We should do a movie night and watch that shit sometime. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, they turn into monkey men. They're monkey men. Uh, oh, half yeah. human, half brute. How hideous. Monkey. They're ape like yeah. sub men. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's not cool. Uh, yeah. So there's some. There's some words said in this that I I don't think should be repeated. Some language that mm. yeah is not a- appropriate. Yeah, ape-like submen is pretty pretty bad. Pretty bad. But um, in this comic, they're like they're it's actually like they've been turned into monkeys. Yeah, like but out of context. Yeah, out of not, context. Mm. I for- yeah. I've forgotten that this is an a mainly audio uh, format. They have yeah, they can't completely... see it anymore, Quentin. We're not stuck on YouTube where they I can put up things to help. Damn it, damn it. Uh, they are monkeys. They are 100% monkeys. They are half human, half brute. They're half human, half monkey. <laughs> literally. Literally, in a literal sense. Yeah. And uh, Quentin, hey, Quentin, you want to dig this grave a little deeper before we no, move on? Or no, are you guys. Good? Let's move guys. on. Let's move on immediately. Okay. Um, so they're really pissed off at superman obviously and they make their <laughs> final plea for him and to be turned over to them for arrest and um <laughs> then the 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 lady who's like defending superman who not like two seconds ago was like there's no evidence you're fine Leans over and goes, the evidence against you, you is overwhelming. <laughs> I say you throw yourself on the mercy of the court. As soon as they present a single piece of evidence, <laughs> she folds. <laughs> Europe's best... Not a good... The Asia's best lawyer. Yeah, that, yeah, sorry. I said Europe and I was like, that's not right. And I just said Europe again and then stopped talking. No. That's our, that's our boy from the Netherlands. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Um, that's so awesome. You're awesome, dude. You are. I love having an international fan. Um, or listener. <laughs> I, hope, I don't want to say fan. Fan, yeah. yeah. Maybe you hate the show. <laughs> Based honestly. All we know is that you listened to it once, and I can only hope that you liked it. Um, I think it'd be funny if, if somehow this podcast becomes successful, I want to continue having one fan from, that's not from America. Just oh, one guy from the Netherlands. <laughs> so our fucking, like, our whole entire thing, we're, we're super popular in America, and we only have our one fan in the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yep. So anyway, if, you're, if, you're a, if you're a second fan from the Netherlands, please stop listening. Yeah, stop oh, yeah. listening. No, 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 no. Please. Or you two must fight each other for the right to be our Netherlands fan. That is also true. So, um... Superman then says that he he requests from the chairman that he wants to find out if he is completely guilty. Um, he wants to fly into the future 
through the time barrier and see for himself. Um, which the the time police argue against. And uh, then he gives his word, and the head of the UN says, "Sure, <laughs> you've never broken your yeah. word before. That's well, that. I mean, that's how it works. But why know? not allow him? Because even according to the Time Patrol, he only became evil because of a experiment gone wrong. It's not mm-hmm. that he was actually an evil person at this point. Yeah. So that's they actually let him go. A, that's a good." point if they just asked him to come they should have just asked him this is what really yeah the story is really me. bad i was gonna hold out on this but it's they, there's a million plot holes how if does the un just... not just hear this testimony and go okay superman could you not experiment with the red kryptonite that's what yeah. i'm thinking that's what could i'm you thinking just, could you just hang out with us for like the next week just stay at the un yeah if you just fucking don't with the red kryptonite could you um yeah you're good you can just walk out and we know out the here. exact you're the, cause <laughs> you're the paragon of justice we trust you completely that's what they that, that's what they're showing here if there was like some deep-seated mistrust of superman this would be a different story but they trust in him completely um but then he flies into the future um lands and sees what he's he's done because he does go into the future um but then he is exposed to the shockwave again um and he comes he comes back comes on back um seeing what he's done he completely believes in the guilty verdict uh throws himself before the court um but then batman <laughs> turns on his own capturing of Superman <laughs> and brings in a bunch of figureheads, including the President of the United States, to testify on Superman's behalf. The So, the order that we have here, the President of the United States uh, testifies that he... It's bored- Richard Nixon, right? I think so. At this time, it would have been. Yeah, it's Richard Nixon. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, it's Nixon. Um, and he testifies that he bored a subterranean rocket tube for high-speed delivery of mail across the Atlantic, which is actually awesome. Um, also, I love, I love this the the photo of him doing it because clearly he left it till the last minute because the rocket is on his ass. It's on his fucking <laughs> ass, and that's awesome. Um, and then (laughs) the president of the United States is immediately followed up by a Nobel prize winning scientist, which is nothing to scoff at. Um, but it's not the president (laughs) of the United States. Um, he said, Superman helped me develop a high antibiotic, which saved millions of lives. And you can see him flying through space with two, like, biopods. Um, and... I don't know how that relates to what... Oh, yeah, from Faraway Worlds. I got confused for a second. I was like, why is he in space? Like, how does that relate? I'm just dumb. Yeah, no, he got specimens space plants to From Faraway Lands. Uh, But... this, You know what really bothers me here? Um, I heavily believe in Rule of Threes. 
<laughs> it, this really ticked me off when I first read it. There is no third example. Um, it is the president, the Nobel Prize winner, and then they declare the verdict. That sucks. Um, no, but then contrary to all of this, all of this testimony, they do declare him guilty, which is fucking stupid. Um, well, but that testimony shouldn't actually change the nature of what's being charged. Well, because that's just saying, yeah, Superman's a good guy. We all know that, but the problem is he's gonna turn evil in two days. Is there a single fucking piece of actual evidence that proves that the time travelers were not already like devolved? <laughs> well, Superman goes in and sees himself. He sees, no, the, he sees the satellite. He sees the satellite, which looks like Superman, has like the cape and the outfit and everything. And he, I mean, yeah. he, he himself asks he to confess. be declared guilty. You want to know something hilarious? What? Um, the uh, this is just a, this is like like a few panels ahead, but I want to cut to it for a second because it's it is a utter huge plot hole. Uh, it's, it's when they're, spoiler, they're getting ready to punish Superman. Um, Batman says, they say, we're going to stop Superman from making the de-evolution satellite. And Batman goes, but everyone knows you can't change history. (laughs) So what was the fucking point of all of this? I don't know. I mean, there's nothing there is no rules to this time travel bullshit let me ask you guys a question they treat him saying yeah i think i'm gonna do it i might do it as like a confession but is it a confession or is it because it's not this is dumb this whole story is dumb it's fucking stupid it's fucking anyway stupid. everyone in the un um oh yeah they yeah, disagree they all get, with the they all get so much they all uh, get so angry that they hit the table so hard it brings down the human. On top and of that, that is the travelers. most unrealistic part of this entire story. That all mm-hmm. of the members just banging their fists and stomping their feet would cause a full structural collapse. Because they all love Superman so much uh, that they're going to destroy the United Nations building. <laughs> um. No, but they colla- the building collapses, they clear the rubble. Superman selflessly saves everyone in that in that room. Um and then they're still like Yeah. Yeah, we're going to convict you, but first let's get some lunch. Let's get some lunch. <laughs> and, yeah. This is my favorite. I from here on every single twist and turn is amazing to me. Like, <laughs> Every single plot point is a thing of beauty. Guys, I want to ask a question. Did you predict anything that happened in this story at all? I was, I was half right on something. I was just I... letting this story happen to me. I didn't really want to get too involved in it. I, I thought, I'm not going to say how I was half right, but I thought this might have been a Gorilla Grodd scheme. <laughs> It is kind of his thing. That thought <laughs> did actually cross my mind. At one I point. thought about that too, but I didn't think I didn't suspect him. I just went, huh? Kind of yeah. like a grilled grunt. <laughs> anyway, the two the two guys from the future are eaten, and one of them's like, 
I'm gonna stick to my my pills, and the other one's like, I'm gonna fucking eat this meat. I think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically like, I'm gonna try eating human food as a bit. And if you look at the background in the next panel over, it looks as if there's this there the salt has sort of like piled up at the bottom. <laughs> Do you think that he's just fucking like he's, just, he's pouring the salt like I think that's meant to be like mashed potato, but it does definitely I look mean, like he just poured like a mountain of salt on the corner of his plate. Will there is no mashed potato on the plate in the first panel? Oh my god, you're right. Also, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but then they have them bring in after they reconvene. They have them bring in the most fearsome beast of their era. <laughs> Um, and Batman's like fucking on it, runs off, comes back. He stole a Tiglin. The Tiglin. Uh, he stole <laughs> it. For those of you who don't know, uh, a Tiglin is when uh, a male tiger mates with a female lion. Or wait, that might be a liger. Damn it. Yeah, I've heard of ligers. It's, is it depends Tiglin on the also gender. is Tiglin and also a real thing. Yeah, it depends okay. on which parent is which gender. Is it um, really the most ferocious beast? No, I think I think big cats are kind of like, they're kind of lazy. Honestly, like they don't mess with you if you don't mess with, mess with them. A little bit, yeah. But oh, anyway, Batman stole a Tiglin from a zoo, and it was like, I need this for the UN. Yep, and then they, th- <laughs> then they uh, restrain it with electric uh, <laughs> arrestor bat ropes. Um, Batman and Robin do. <laughs> And then the time police aim a laser at its head, shoot it between the eyes, the the fucking eyes go wonky, and then it's revealed that they lobotomized it. They have a lobotomy gun, baby. They have a lobotomy gun that removed all of the, like, evil brain cells and made them good you know okay guys i don't agree with lobotomy i do not it's a bad thing it's a terrible it it's a horrible agreed. practice agreed do you know the utility a device like this could have in the world where dc supervillains exist yeah you could lobotomize a bunch of people well, if it's... I thought society decided that was unethical, though. I think we... Oh, it, yeah. well... Okay. We've decided against that. It's a little bit unethical. It's very unethical. But so is the Joker murdering millions of people. Yeah, but they should kill the Joker. We've all been living with this knowing that someone should just kill the Joker. I think that if they could turn the Joker good, then they should do that. Just have a nice conversation with him. Maybe he'll... Yeah. He'll see yeah. why he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to make him forget he's evil, it's a comic book. You could just bonk him on the head. That's all. I don't know true. why Batman hasn't tried that yet. Or make him take his happy pills. No. Imagine if the Joker was even happier. <laughs> make him take anyway, his depression pills. Yeah, that would work. Anyway, um, 
I I like I do like the panel of I've already pointed out Batman holding the the the, the Tiglin by a rope and just going. Yep. But everyone knows you can't change history. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't think that's actually the way they respond makes it seem like that's not an actually like proven fact of time travel in this world. It's just something yeah, that like Batman how would Batman fucking thinks, know? You yeah. fight the Riddler. And the yep. type police just say, uh, actually, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna try. We're gonna, we're gonna try. <laughs> so. I do love the implication that they, that they think, like, that, that their, their impression is they go back in time, that th- this is what always happened. They go back in time, tell Superman that if he experiences with the Red Kryptonite, he'll turn evil. He somehow gets off, then two days later goes, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna prove those idiots wrong. <laughs> It's so um, Then they shoot they shoot Superman with the beam and then he's like, actually, it didn't make me cool. I'm evil. I'm yep. evil now. I'm evil Superman. Well, specifically what they are trying to imply is that they were trying to weaken him with kryptonite so that they could actually pierce his skull and perform the lobotomy. And the radiation from the kryptonite reacted with the lobotomy ray and made him evil. Which mm-hmm. makes no fucking sense. No, it's good. Makes sense. This is a good story. Yeah, cause, and they're just using regular old green. Like, not red. In case yeah. you were wondering. Good old green! <laughs> yeah, so now we're given the inner monologue of the time police, and we're led to believe that they have uh, a more nefarious intent <laughs> than what we've, uh, we've been led to believe. In um, fact, they even called themselves Crime Patrolmen <laughs> instead of Time Patrolmen. <laughs> yep. Um, and so it is. It is then revealed that Superman was never bad in the first place. It was a trick because he was figured out. He figured out that these two these two future monkey people were actually. Brainiac and Jeff Bezos. That's it. Fucking, I did not see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Will, do... you can't call Lex Luthor Jeff Bezos. We're trying to get him to sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get him to go to the UN and promote our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Will? <laughs> You're selling us out here. Shway Swarbage, brought to you by Amazon. Yeah. Br- brought to you with with free one day shipping if you if you free. order before a certain time if you're an Amazon Prime member. I think that was which costs money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it's not free. We're okay. Hold on. We have. I think legally we have to say this. We are not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not, sponsored. Sponsored. not sponsored. Not at all. Hashtag um, not ad. Hashtag not ad. <laughs> not an ad. We're not. We're not sponsored by Jeff Bezos. Yet. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Jeff, email us, Jeff. <laughs> come, on, come on the cast and I'll stop calling Lex Luthor Jeff Bezos. Okay. No, but it's Brainiac and Jeff Bezos. Wait, Lex Luthor, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so... Um... Yeah, so, And how did he figure it out? <laughs> well... <laughs> Superman figured it out when he saw the Lex Luthor monkey 
uh, putting salt on his food, and Superman was like, only human beings know how salt shakers work. <laughs> well, no, it's not not that. It's it's that they they're from the future where they use the nutrient pills that we previously mm-hmm. mentioned. So he wouldn't know about salt shakers because they had become irrelevant. Okay. By forty sixty nine, no one uses salt salt shakers anymore. Okay. It's not me... it's not that he's a monkey. It's that let... they've moved beyond salt shakers in the future. Let me posit something though. Apparently, he piles the shit onto his plate with no regard for flavor <laughs> or texture. So, wouldn't it be easy to assume that he had no idea what he was doing? <laughs> and he was just pouring out the shit onto his plate? I don't know. I like how Batman didn't even suspect it at all. <laughs> He's not a... what? What, do you think he's some kind of detective, dumbass? What, what is he, some kind of suicide squad? Oh, um, his, his big forehead's back, too. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But the actual scheme from Lex Luthor and Brainiac was that they were going to use that ray to turn Superman evil, and he was so going to be would their team buddy. Up with them. <laughs> yeah, so that he would be their friend. Yep. Um, And so, so here's my favorite part about this whole story. <laughs> Brainiac went to the future, and and he found that they were making a remake of Planet of the Apes, um, where the satellite was replaced with a Superman satellite. That was not part of their scheme. That was that was in the script of this future movie. <laughs> and um, and they were like, "Hey, I got a I got a great idea. Uh, let's steal some costumes and then get Batman over here." Um, and they fucking did it? It almost worked. <laughs> but Superman told Batman, using his, what's it called? <laughs> Super ventriloquism. This is another one of his forgotten powers. Uh, pre, pre-Crisis Superman has the ability to make his voice sound like it's coming from anywhere. I think within eyesight. Like, if he can see a place, he can make it sound like his voice is coming from over there. So he told Batman to not bring real kryptonite and just bring, yep. fake it. So so the beep didn't actually do anything. Nope. nope. Yeah. yeah. And it just <laughs> yeah, it just shot him with a shitty laser. Um and then the cherry on top of everything. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Is this our best ending panel of all? <laughs> it's, it's certainly elite. <laughs> so so they're standing outside the the UN. Um, and the the guy who's on the podium goes, and from this moment, your symbol will fly here among the flags of the United Nations. And there's a flag <laughs> that's just Batman's symbol on a gray flag and Superman's symbol on a blue flag. It's fucking beautiful. The flags are so good. It's, it's very funny. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end. That Everyone want to give their, their favorite panel. Favorite panel. I do. I want to give it. It's really good. I don't know why I did that. Me <laughs> um, neither. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite panel is is the one. <laughs> it's, it's one of... Uh, this is going to suck for YouTube. Sorry, guys. It's the very tall one. Of Robin descending from the ceiling holding Kryptonite. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. 
Because on what? Because Robin's sliding down on a pole. But this could also very easily be seen because the pole is very hard to make out. It just looks like a huge Robin. He's <laughs> fucking just <laughs> towering over Superman with kryptonite. And the look on his face is just fucking livid. Pure malice. Yeah, it's awesome. Alright. Yeah. That's a really good one. You want to know my favorite? What's your favorite? No, Quentin, what's your favorite? Oh. Oh, what's your favorite, Jack? <laughs> my favorite is... Picture this. After all the testimony is piling up against Superman, Batman gives him one last chance. <laughs> he calls witnesses to show all the good that he's done for the world. <laughs> and so, as a podium <laughs> sits behind him, <laughs> he, he points over and says... My first witness is the president of the United States. <laughs> and that shit got me, everyone. It is Richard Nixon. I am saving now. <laughs> yes, it, yeah, is. it is. It is Nixon. It is 100% Nixon. <laughs> Quentin, what's your favorite panel? Oh, 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 okay. So, for sure. For sure. It is the panel where they have the... It's it's the Tiglin panel <laughs> where they lobotomize it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like the confused look on its eyes um, doubled with the onomatopoeia purr. Um... <laughs> As Batman, or as Robin says that they turned it uh, from a man-eater into a pussycat, uh, it, it purrs, and he has the shit-eating grin on his face. I also, I also love his leg in in the panel. Yeah. Um, it's weird how awesome Robin is in this story. There's a lot going on here, and I just love it for everything. This will be great for YouTube. Uh, right aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not until I make it do a loop de loop. Whoa! No. <laughs> oh, damn I figured it. out how to do that. So you I made can... it disappear. Oh yeah, I, I love that transition effect. <laughs> um. Okay. Are we gonna? Are we ready for verdicts? I think we're ready for verdicts. Okay. Um. Someone else decide. I don't wanna. Okay. We're doing. Will me Quinn. Awesome. So, so this story is hilarious. Like, I think, I think I I, I laughed out loud, uh, like five times reading this, uh, and they were all like cackles. Like, I never giggled. Like, I I was almost yep. floored if I was not already reading this lying down in my bed. Um, but it's it's not good. I would go as to say Schwarbage. Oh. It's really bad. The scheme is stupid. The whole plot hinges on the fact that, for some reason, they just chose to have a Superman satellite in their remake of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and, like, why? Why did, why did they do that? Uh, the story did predict that there would be a remake of Planet of the Apes. So, good on them. Superman wasn't in it. This is Schwarbage. This 
You know what? Worst comic we've read. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick by that. This is the worst comic we've read. <laughs> Holy shit! I think this is the worst comic we've read. Exclu- ex- excluding, of course, Ghost Planet, which we did not read, but it is excellent. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's okay. a, f- a story after this called Ghost Planet, <laughs> which we Ghost will cover. Ghost Planet is sh- no, we will not cover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the story is schwarbage. Okay. Um. All, all right. I okay. Uh. Well, I'm gonna be a bit of a contrarian on that one. <laughs> I. But that's Jack's thing. I'm. I'm the contrarian. You're the yeah. contrarian. <laughs> well, go ahead, Quentin. Go ahead. Give your. Give your verdict. I mean. Yeah. It's. I. It's. Like I genuinely enjoyed reading this. There are a lot of um, there are a lot of comics that I have given a shway that I did not personally enjoy reading that much. Um, Why? <laughs> just because I think that the quality was objective. Okay. But sure. not like I had a subjective experience with it. I think I feel now. That this is objectively a terrible fucking comic. <laughs> it's bad. It makes no sense. But I also think that some of the things that are emblematic of comics being enjoyable in this time frame, because, like, very few of them actually had emotional story arcs. Um, this is fun. This is energetic. It has twists and turns. We're, we we were gaslit a little bit, um, but not enough uh, to the point where it did not live up to its premise. In a lot of ways, it actually exceeded the things that were advertised um, by adding more and more and more uh, surprises to the story. Um, the lobotomy came out of nowhere. You're right. I did not. I did not chuckle. I cackled like seven or eight times uh, reading this. I just think that this is an all-around, like, fantastic read. Not a fantastic comic, but a fantastic read. And I'm going to have to give it a shway. Thoroughly recommend it. I've really never been more conflicted in my life. Because (laughs) (laughs) this comic is completely horrible. (laughs) In terms of plot, in terms of being overly wordy like every single other golden and silver age comic we've ever read and all the adorable shit that you know we say is bad it's bad in this yep yep. and the plot makes no sense it's completely stupid but holy fuck (laughs) this was the most fun i had reading any comic (laughs) and i had fun reading some of the bad ones but this is just this perfect so bad it's good comic that every single twist was just incredible. When they broke for lunch, <laughs> it got me. It got me, guys. Yep. <laughs> so, I don't know. I I don't know what it is. Because, objectively, this is garbage. But I don't know if it's schwarbage. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a raw line. Technically, it's garbage. But I don't know. It's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. 
I I feel like I might be contradicting some of my previous views where I gave comics that were objectively bad but kind of funny to read Schwarbage. But this one was objectively bad and so funny to read that I am going to give it a shway. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Will. <laughs> no, it's fine. I this I'm, is I'm, I'm just going to I'm, I'm not saying it's good. The rest of this podcast <laughs> looking over at the column of things we've listed as shway mm-hmm. that I'm keeping track of. I have to see this, and every time I have to <laughs> live with that. Yeah, holy shit! Like, well, uh, we this is you know rounding up the episode as always. Quentin and Jack are gonna, or one or the other, or both. I don't know. They're gonna okay. do an amazing outro for you. Um, this time though, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's you guys are great at improv, right? You guys are fantastic improv actors. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna give you a place. Uh, and a, and a, just an, a, a subject for you to do the outro on. Okay. Uh, it's the UN <laughs> and uh, Batman. Quinn, you want to start? Batman. <laughs> this man, Jack, has committed horrible crimes against humanity. <laughs> and I will reveal what they are when we reconvene. What do you have to say for yourself, Jack? Batman's lying. He's trying to frame me. I'm the uh, one trying to frame you. Batman <laughs> is calling in the President of the United States for your defense. Holy shit, it's Richard Nixon from USA. Breaking him! <laughs> it's just a storm, Dick. What? Yeah, you, what who the fuck who the fuck was that? Was that Oh my god, <laughs> that- Kennedy? Holy shit, we got Nixon, and Kennedy, and McSpitlick, and Jesus, and the devil. No, Jesus is from Shway Schwarbage. Stop promoting those idiots.